Gentlemen, welcome back. Indeed. You know. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. We feeling energetic? How we doing? I, I am feeling energetic. Really? I don't know why. It's like this weird, like, you know how you kind of get, like, loopy? You get too tired and you get oh, loopy and you get kind of happy and, like... Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, man. It's been, like, a week and a half of me taking care of the kids all by myself and working a full-time right. job. Right. And I yeah. just, um, this deep wellspring of energy and I, I can't say it's like positivity but uh, <laughs> I definitely have energy coming from some how's your patience oh it's razor thin non-existent yeah. right okay all right right yep. well yeah I mean god it's all about committing is what I is what I found so my my schedule if I can just enlighten you since Please. you asked sure I wake up at about quarter after six in the morning okay eastern time all right Greg that would be three fifteen. that's about when I go to bed your time <laughs> yeah uh, get my shower, head downstairs, make myself a cup of coffee or two, mm -hmm. and then I start working. 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. is my official work time. Now, normally that would be where my son Ben, my four-year-old son Ben, mm -hmm. is in school. Mm -hmm. But right now, his school is shut down because of COVID. Ah. So he is so at, he's, home he's at home with me. With you. Yeah. Sitting right next to me. So you're working um, from 7... To one. Seven to one. Mm -hmm. Yep. Ben's With there. him right by my side. He's there. Okay. And Ava, my five year old daughter, five month old daughter, five month old daughter, okay. five -month -old daughter right? <laughs> <laughs> sitting right to my left, you know, just attending to their every need, whim, mm -hmm. desire. Loud enough, if it's loud enough. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, they, they, they're not shy about letting their, their oh, needs be known. Mm -hmm. That's great. <laughs> and then um, after that, then I officially shut off work and then I go take care of the kids. For the rest of the day. Just exclusive time. Exclusive time where I play Candyland uh -huh. um, over and over and over and over right. and over again. Right. And change dirty diapers until 4.15 when my wife comes home. Mm -hmm. And then I make dinner. And then occasionally I record a podcast with you guys. Wow. Here we are. Oh, oh also, I need to get the extra two hours of work in. So that's for usually from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Right. Got it. Got it. Right. Also forgot to mention that I also do baths. Oh, okay. Uh, after dinner, so after dinner baths. That's how my that's how my life's been going. Well, it just sounds like it sounds like a lot of your day is allocated. I don't have a day. Is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> my day, my day, his day, my day, his day. Well, you as an as an individual, yeah that that doesn't that's that's not here anymore. It, but you, not, Jay, no. Dad, worker. It has been given. It has been handed over. Yeah. To my progeny, and uh, you know. You know, good on it. Yeah, that's 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 our role in the world, right? Is to teach when children upon. well. Absolutely. There it is. So I've just finally reached the point. Now I'm forty. That Nick is true. Will be there. That's true. Uh, end of this week, right? That's something like that. Yeah. Yep. Friday, I believe. Wow. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. That's tomorrow. That's um, oh wow. True. You'll you'll see once you turn forty. You mm -hmm. know, it's just complete it just all, self sacrifice. There's some, some sort of internal switch. <laughs> just just switches. Okay. <laughs> All right. But you know, I, 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 it sounds if, if it sounds like I'm bitching, I'm not. No, no, you're doing great. And honestly, it's I temporary, don't, right? I don't have enough time. When, when is school back in? School is coming back t t today. Today. Thursday. Right? So, yeah. Thursday. Well, we record oh, okay. on Mondays, which is, yeah. Let, let's say, yeah, this yeah. Thursday. Right. So, I got three more days. Three more days of this. And then, uh, you know, it'll be something else after that. And it's okay. I, I, I honestly have been so busy, I haven't had time to moan and complain about it, which is a rare thing in my life. Right. The crazy thing is, a few years from now, you're going to look back on this as like, man, I remember when they were that small. Right. Like that, you know, so 
Yeah. I know. It's, I know. It's, Anna, yeah, it's you know tough. what? A couple years ago, we were thinking that maybe we wouldn't be lucky enough to have kids. There right. you go. Here you are. Now you got two. Here we are. And I'm, I'm happy to be here. And I'm happy to be here with you guys. And I'm happy to be here with the You Should Check It Out listening audience. Hello, folks. And, you know, th- this is like last week's uh, jam session, Nick. Uh-huh. We started off with a massive gripe session. Yeah. And then, you know, we got and all of, we got all of our bitching out of the way, right? And then what happened? Actually, I didn't say anything, but yeah. Then what happened? <laughs> was Matt is straight magic. It was it was magic. And you had some, absolutely yeah. right. Three hours oh, you got of straight good, magic. You guys got some good jams out, huh? For oh real, it was it was pretty intense. Nice, it was great. Yeah, yep. man, good stuff. You guys got you got to get it. You should play some of that on the show. Oh, I'm trying to hear it. Yeah, this is like an iPhone recording of you guys jamming in the garage, like freaking out, or maybe just yeah. the bitch. The bitch session would be great too. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm he not wanted sure if that this, one got recorded, but and we always yeah. record on Mondays, but he couldn't do it this Monday, and it was the third week in a row. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, enough about me. Uh, I'm hanging in there. How are you guys, Nick? Great. How are you hanging. Doing good. You doing good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, Greg. I'm also Settling doing back good. In. Is the jet lag over? The jet lag is over, but you know I'm on a whole new like insomnia tip. No, no, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. <laughs> Been getting some rest. Um, had some fun in LA this uh, yeah. this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I know. I went out just to hear my buddy uh, uh, Miles, who I've I've definitely been playing around with the idea of bringing him on. He's a really great DJ. Um, oh, okay. In the sense that he he's got all the like ridiculously cool rare funk and soul from the 70s right My um man. and he's actually he hosts a uh, party called funky soul which has nice. been uh like a weekly la staple every nice. saturday night it used to be at this place called the echo which is a pretty well-known club in mm-hmm. echo park but man, yeah, he he. So I'd actually always been meaning to go. We we we've hung out on many occasions now. Even he's even brought like some forty fives in his little like forty five lunchbox and DJ'd here at like a party at my place. You know, nice. <laughs> a small party. You know, sure, sure. And you're like, gathering. dude, this is so dope. Like he, he he just has. I mean, I've been to his place. His collection is insane. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've never seen. Anyone have more records than this guy? His name is Music Ma- Music Man Miles. Is how he, goes. he used I to play it. in a band called Breakestra. If you've ever um, okay. looked them up, that sounds that familiar. was like his project yeah. back in the day. Anyway, because he's got he's he's a great musician too, but he's also just this super knowledgeable razor his, sharp his collection of music that he can pull together. Yeah, he's got. It's, it's so cool just how he knows what to, where to go with the crowd with the <clears throat> mm-hmm. with the crowd and. Mm-hmm. He's, it's like you you're hearing stuff it's not stuff you've heard before that is such yeah. a cool talent too like because yeah. it's it's so different have you ever been in a setting where you kind of like want to play music for the people that are around you and, and you're kind of it's like what does everybody like i don't i don't know where to start you know like, exactly yeah. yeah no he and, and he, he now in this case like people kind of come expecting they're coming to hear what he's gonna play yeah, and, yeah. And, to, and to dance you know yeah. so he's got a he knows you know and it's he's it's something he's honed over years mm-hmm. it's just cool to see because i didn't always appreciate dj as an art djing as an art form you know and yeah, yeah. but when you're dealing with vinyl i still don't know about the the, the electronic stuff 
Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, you could just hit play and it'd be the That's same thing. That's a playlist, thing. buddy. Yeah. yeah, you know. But when, but when you're dealing with vinyl, I mean, it, I, I'm sure you guys have tried. I have actually two turntables set up in my apartment because I had one I wanted to upgrade, and I was like, I'll just keep this one and have another one and buy a mixer. Mm-hmm, you know, sure. the mixers aren't aren't that expensive, and then I can at least start to try do to do it. Yeah. Just whatever, you know. And you realize how difficult it is to do it yeah. without, like, yeah. smoothly, without any kind of hiccups at all. You got yeah. you got to get some reps in, you know. Oh yeah. So in oh, any yeah. case, it, it was fun to go hear them. But yeah, otherwise, I'm getting ready to move again to the East Coast for Christmas. So I'll be out there. I leave on right Friday. On. All right, coming um, back for the for the holiday. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming back for the holiday. Yeah, but I'm glad to be back and acclimated. You know, do, now that I've had a week to process Dubai and that whole trip, I Good feel. Good to have you back, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was a. Yes, indeed. That was definitely a wild experience, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to 2022. Heck yeah. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what that brings. I hope so. You know? I hope so. I think we have a lot of cool stuff lined up for the You Should Check It Out Bird, listener community. Bird excited. Oh, yeah. Yes, Sorry. he should be. As he, he should as be. He should he's going to be. be deeply involved. Mm-hmm. No you know, doubt. As you know, Bird Clock pulls all of our, he's like our research assistant. Right. So he pulls all the. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Has so it any, all ready to go stockpiled? Yep. Any facts or tidbits that we get wrong. Bird Clock. Not really on us. Yeah, it's, it's more Bird, yeah, bird it Clock. Is. Yep. Yeah, so. So we got some projects for him lined up. But uh, in the meantime, guys, why don't you say we get one, two, three started off? Let's do it. Yeah. Yes, that's right. This is You Should Check It Out, fueled by fake news by... No. <laughs> at least from episode <laughs> one. No, that's not true. Opinions. It's not? Opinion, b- poor opinions. It's poor not research. It's not true. Like Faulty the news is research. not true. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Either way, we 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 try our best, but you know we're only as good as our uh, interns. Right. Correct. And complaints right. can go right. to birdclock at you should check it out dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Please set up that email address. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> birdclock. <laughs> Nevertheless, this is episode one hundred and twenty three one two three, and my name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. And we are so excited to have you with us. I know my son Ben will be excited that this episode is one, two, three. You know, he's yeah. really into his numbers right now. That's sure. great. You know, he's, he's learned to count by twos and count by tens. And okay. You, you know, write what, all his numbers. You know what game you can actually still get? What's that? Did you ever play Number Munchers as a kid? Number oh, Munchers. Hell yes. You can, you can find that <laughs> on iPad. It's not great. You know, it's a little glitchy, but yeah, somebody you took the memory. That. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We'll be downloading that tomorrow. <laughs> He'll be sitting here right, you know, right next to me tomorrow mm-hmm. while I'm editing, while he plays I mean, but you can set it for different, you know, difficulties, so it might just, you know, you might be able to find something really easy for him to, but he's got to watch out for those troggles. <laughs> the troggles. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> troggles. Yeah, dude. Good pull. All right. Well, we have... Uh, a show for you tonight. Heck yeah, we do. <laughs> it's just not, it's not current. It's just we all we all happen to come up with independent it, stuff to talk about that has nothing yeah, to do with it, what's it, going on right now. There's yeah. There, there was well one, said. Well said. Derek. There was one story, and one of the writers for the monkeys passed away. Pete, uh, Nesmith. Oh, Nesmith. Nesmith. Yeah. Nesmith. Yeah. We, we might want to mention Michael, that. Michael. Was, Michael Nesmith. Was he one of the first people to interview Frank Zappa? Is that did I get that wrong? 
That might be right. He did have some kind of interaction with Frank Zappa. Yeah. Michael so, Nesmith? Uh, mm-hmm. Bird Clock, if you could uh, go ahead and pull that up. Yeah, he's, he's looking. The Monkey's Mike ne- Nesmith interviews Frank Zappa, 1967. Yeah, so he... Might, might be. But apparently he was a pretty interesting guy. I've never really... I, don't, I never really got into the monkeys. I don't really know too much about them, but... It was a TV show. It was a band made for a TV show. It was a band made for a TV show, yes. But they so tried it, They tried to make a couple albums, and, and they did tour. Uh, they, Jimi they, Hendrix opened for them. Yeah. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of uh, like an early... Yeah, and like, I don't know, that whole... The monkeys and Partridge Family, and those yeah, all kind of overlapped yeah. the... Bringing okay. music into the sitcom. They did write some cool songs, though. I like that Last Train to Clarksville. Large, mm-hmm. Last yeah. Train to Clarksville Clarksburg. is an excellent song. And yeah. I'm a Believer is, is, is a great song, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Right on. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Thank you. Kept it alive. Kept it alive. So anyway, rest in peace. And uh, yes, but other yes. than that, I didn't rem- I didn't see too many like major music news. Uh, and one one other thing that we just as a follow up, uh, I heard yeah. uh, Travis Scott because mm-hmm. of a petition after his uh, deadly concert a few months ago, will not yeah. be headlining Coachella. He so. also lo- lost a signature alcohol drink or something like that. that that's the one that I heard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. that I didn't he hear He discontinued his, his signature hard seltzer. Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not on any hate trains, but like... No, 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 yeah. no, no, that's, no, that's no, not no, no, one at all, but... Certainly not, and it's 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 sad no matter how you slice it. But it is interesting to see the fallout. That mm-hmm. uh, that's all I'm saying. It is. I'm tracking mm-hmm. that absolutely um, because it is interesting. So uh, all of this is to say that this will not be a particularly hard hitting news episode. We got but it. But I think we are gonna. I think we're gonna have some some freaking fun tonight. Darn straight. Oh yeah. As for me, I'm As gonna always. be playing a game. I'm bringing back a blast from the past, oh, guys. No. Okay. Uh, Nick. You're up second. I think you're going to be talking about some jazz. I am. Yep, drummer specifically. And Greg, yeah, okay. And Greg, you're up third, and I think you're going to be talking about some jazz. Yeah, but it's just one song. Yeah. Ooh. There's angles. Better we got be, angles. We got better angles. be That's a right. dang right. good song, sir. I th- I like to think it is. All right, well, let me get things started here. Here on You Should Check It Out, we don't play a lot of gospel music. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, that is fair to say. Yeah. I don't think that we dealt we've dipped into that well yet i don't listen to a whole ton of gospel music and i can't you know i'm not going to turn this into like a personal thing i i'm not a particularly religious person but i do like gospel music more for the kind of um intensity with which it's sung and um you know the soul aspect It, it just rings a couple good bells with me so yeah uh yesterday I was uh, sitting there listening to the newest episode of Cocaine and Rhinestones, which is back on track. Okay. Season two, and they're talking about a guy named Billy Sherrill, who's a uh, big producer from Nashville back in the 1960s and 70s. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know, but he got his start doing R&B and gospel tracks. Really? And one of the albums that was highlighted that Billy Sherrill got his uh, start doing was from the Staple Singers. Okay. And it's a... Mm. Um, it's an album called Freedom Highway. And I've never heard of this album before. Yeah, it was recorded in 1965. And it was re- recorded live in a uh, Baptist church in Chicago. All right. You know, the Staple Singers, if you don't know, it's a family band okay. um, consisting of Pops Staples, also okay. known as Roebuck Staples. Mm-hmm. That was his real name. Roebuck. He was the, oh, wow, uh, really? the patriarch. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Of course, it's Roebuck or Pops Staples. The father of the family, he formed the group with his children, Cleotha, okay. Purvis, and Mavis. Mavis Staples. Now, of the three children, Mavis Staples is the most famous. Mm-hmm. Basically, kind of carried on the family tradition the longest. Yeah. And they started out, Pop Staples was a Baptist preacher. Wanted, you know, was teaching his kids gospel music as he knew it, real simple stuff. Uh, also played guitar and acted as a kind of band leader. So in the in the basic form of the Staples singers, and, and I didn't know this. I always called them the Staples singers. Mm-hmm. It's the Staple singers? It's the Staple singers. Hmm. Even though their last name is Staples, plural, but they call themselves the Staple singers. Oh, they drop the S. They do. Huh. Right. Go figure that one out. Yeah. Anyway, I, I played one of their tracks back on our Thanksgiving special, um, Respect Yourself, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that was from their era from the late 60s to the 1970s where they crossed over into pop music. But throughout the late 50s and the, the 60s, they were doing basically just gospel stuff. So anyway, all of this is to say this is this incredible album, which I wasn't aware of until Cocaines and Rhinestones introduced me to it. It's called Freedom Highway. It's recorded live in front of a actual church audience. This is right around the time of the march in Selma, Alabama. And you'll hear okay. Pops introduce the song. This is a, a new song they're about to sing. And it's just it's just great, man. You, you hear, they actually have a band. They have a drummer. They have a bassist. And you just hear Pop Staples just playing on his jazz master guitar. Just like this, like, just the most simple, brilliant rhythm guitar great harmony. It's just fantastic. Anyway, this is called Freedom Highway. A few days ago, the Freedom Marchers marched from Selma to Montgomery, Alabama. I know some of you know about that. That was in March 1965. And from that march, words were revealed and a song was composed and we call it the Freedom Highway. And we're dedicating this number to all of the Freedom Marchers. And it goes something like this. Good stuff, man. What, uh, um, what year was that? It's 1965. Nice. Check out that entire album. It's it. They 
The original version has about eight tracks. They re-release it in 2015 with the entire performance, you know, all the ad-libs in between it. And you just hear the interaction between pop staples who used to be a preacher, you know, talking to the congregation and Mm -hmm. getting their responses back. And it's just... just, So they're recording like a church service? They treat it as a church service. But it's basically a recorded concert but with it is the congregation. Recorded out. Yep, so that they could hear the interactions. And yeah, how cool yeah. is that? Also, it's awesome. Like, just imagine, like you got your job and your and you you got the kids at home and you you teach them. I mean, God, what a beautiful story, right? Like, how incredible is that? Yeah, like, for right. real, that's it's phenomenal. Um, Absolutely. You know, and the, then the transition at the end of the '60s to doing pop hits, right? And becoming like a number one recording artist. Yeah. From that background. Mm-hmm. And they uh, were talked about in the Summer of Soul documentary. Yes. Yeah. They, they, they kind of get it. I, I, I would have not known very much about them if I hadn't seen that, mm-hmm. um, which I saw They're a week huge, ago. Man. They're huge, man. I mean, and, I, uh, I, I've heard of Mavis Staples a lot, and, and uh, uh, Mavis Staple, is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no, Staples is correct. No, the, the, the last Staples name actually has singer. the S. Oh, but they call them the Staple Singers. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, in any case, um, her, I've I, I've heard about and and listened to before. Yeah, she's talking um, about and, and and heard about the stable singers. But again, that now I know the history a little bit more. It's 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 pretty great. Yeah, yeah, totally. it's 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 great. The band is fantastic. It's just bass and drums and pop staples just playing really great rhythm guitar and just the power of of vocals and a couple you know hand claps in the background. Mm-hmm. You know, it just drives the whole thing. Oh, don't forget those drums. <laughs> Get that congregation moving. Yep. They do. They do. But, gentlemen, we have a score to settle. What? What's that? Guys, it's been a while. It's been a while since we played a game show here on You Should Check It Out. I feel like we've been getting too serious with things. Have we? Okay. (laughs) Game show. We're talking talking about controversies. We're talking about things. (laughs) 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 So, we're going to hark back to an older time where we played... Top of the charts. Oh, top of the charts. Top of the charts. That's right. Let's do it. Oh, the fans love it. You know. So, top of the charts. It's a crappy game that uh, it was given to me as a gift from uh-huh. TJ Maxx. Yep. And it's uh, you know, it's given us at least three episodes worth of content. So it's definitely <laughs> worth the $5.99 purchase price, marked out with a with a felt tip marker. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was a Christmas, <laughs> Christmas gift. But yeah, guys, last time we played this, we played this in the round. I actually sent the questions to you so that you could... It was quite elaborate. It it, it was, and I just didn't have the time to do that. So we're going to do this as a more traditional game show, wherein I'm the game show host. Oh, boy. And I'm going to be pitting Mr. Nick Klein against Mr. Greg Lohman. Okay. We're going to be doing some different categories. In the past, we've had uh, such notable (laughs) categories. You guys might might remember Home That Tune. Mm. Oh, God. Mm. That was a good one. Mm. (laughs) Well, we're going to... Okay. We're gonna we're gonna scratch that one for tonight. Oh, okay, good. All right. Yeah, we got some new ones. We got some new ones. So the the four categories you guys are gonna be picking from, I got a huge stack of trivia. Mm-hmm. It's just straight music trivia. Uh, we got what's the next line? That was a classic. Y'all remember that one? Oh, where yeah. I, where I say I say the first line, and you guys, uh, it, your your response has to be the follow up line from the right. song. Correct. Uh, we have name that song. Which is a, it, along a similar vein. I'm gonna read a couple lyrics from a song, and you guys have to tell tell me the uh, song name and the band. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And then the new wildcard category called Shoutout. This is a good one. Yeah. And uh, this is, it will be the first of you to respond Mm. to something like Shoutout, a Prince song. So, a Prince song. Yeah. Right. Purple Rain. Nick would be the winner on that. Right, right. Okay. I didn't know we were actually trying to do it. It was just a demo. Just Mm -hmm. a demo. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do this in four rounds. Purple Rain. Um, (laughs) Very good. Very good. Uh, I'm going to put two points on the line for each one. You guys are both going to get a chance to to weigh in here. Nick, uh, actually, Greg, your name comes first alphabetically. So, Greg, uh, round one is yours. You get to pick the category. Trivia, what's the next line? Shout out or name that song. Uh, how about name that song? Name that song. You got it. Here we this go. Is a two point, this is a two-pointer. You get a chance to uh, get one point for the song and one point for the band. Now, excuse me. Uh, are you asking me directly, Nick directly? Or? I am acting, I'm asking you directly. Okay. You've mm-hmm. picked the category, and then I'll ask Nick a similar question. I understand that. Okay. From the same card here. Okay. All right, Greg, uh, your name that song is Slip Inside the Eye of Your Mind. I've got this. Just want to make sure. This is uh, Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. That is a ding ding. You get a two-pointer on that one. Excellent work. That's how the game is played. God, I'm going to get crushed. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know that. No, I was like, this is Oasis. But it's not partial credits, right? It's just a two-pointer. Oh, uh, you would have gotten one, I no, believe. You can, yeah, you can get, uh, if you get the artist and not the, the song. Okay. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. Right. Okay. Well done, Greg. All right, Greg. Uh, Thank you. Excuse me. Nick, mm-hmm. uh, yours is, I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made you leave your key. <sighs> I, I like when it's Greg's turn. Pressure's <laughs> not on me. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know I should know this. I, can I guess? What, 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 whenever, Nick, when you... You can whisper Maybe in my you, ear. <laughs> I should have changed that stupid lock. I should, should have, have made you stu- leave your key. I, I know this. I just can't. I, I, I got nothing. Um, I, can, I can tell that it's not going <laughs> to I, I know. Greg? Greg? Is it The Old Apartment by Bannerkit Ladies? Oh. The- <laughs> nope, maybe not. It's I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Oh, really? I should have changed that I stupid, changed that stupid life. I should have made you leave your ear. I think because I, I was hearing, I think my head was going back and forth between disco and cake. Mm, well, th- that's, well, they did a version. Been correct. I know, yeah. well, I know they did. <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't get it resolved. I was like, this isn't, something's, ru- something's wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I Nick, 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 yeah. He short-circuited there. I was short-circuited. I was like, it's not going to, I can't tell you. I don't that's know. A, that's what this game does to you sometimes. You it just freeze. It right. stops you dead in your tracks. All right, Greg is up by two points to nothing. Nick, it is your choice. You get to choose between trivia, what's the next line, and shout out. What about trivia? Trivia. We can do that. This is a true or false question. Question, true or false. Don McLean's American Pie Mm -hmm. refers to the 1959 plane crash that killed Buddy Holly. True. That is true for two points. Thank you very much. Greg, are you ready? Yeah. Tie game. Oh my goodness. What? These are just too easy. I shouldn't. What the hell? I shouldn't (laughs) judge. Change that stupid lock. (laughs) All right, Greg. Well, now now if I don't get it, I look like a real moron. (laughs) (laughs) 
This is not a true or false question. This is just open-ended. Which of Michael Jackson's albums is the world's biggest selling record, having sold more than 100 million copies? Thriller. Very good. Very good. Whew. Good. You guys are too good at this. All right, Greg, it's back to you. You get to choose between what's the next line and shout out. Let's do shout out. Shout out. All right, we're going to do two rounds of this. Okay. Both are on the line for two points. Purple rain. (laughs) 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 All right, now, Greg is on the West Coast, so it's potential that he does have a delay. It's three hours later here. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's true. There might be a delay here. But we're going to try our best. All right. All right, the first one to shout out an artist that has an alter ego. Kanye West. David Bowie. <laughs> sure. What? I'll give it to you. Okay. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I think you can say one and then say David another Bowie. Sure, sure, sure. Ziggy Stardust. Kanye yeah. West, that one. Oof. I don't know. I'm I not d- sure if I could have given that one to you. No, I, that's why I said another one. <laughs> Garth, Garth I Brooks. Get where you at, Garth, buddy? Garth, Garth I, I, Brooks. He, he, he jumped in with two. I was gonna say Garth Brooks, but that would have been that would have been good. good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Would have been. Yeah, All right, I, we're gonna I, do I another round of shout out. Rule on the Kanye West thing. But. <laughs> another round of shout out here, guys. Right, here comes another one. All right. All right. Oh, this is good. Shout out. A musical. Hamilton. Oh, oh! I thought there was. I thought there was more <laughs> to that. <laughs> All right. Fine. Nick. He clawed back there, man. I got to. Right now, the uh, the score, as I read it, is uh, uh, six to four. Six four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's back to you, Nick, and uh, you get to choose between that, what's the next, what's line, next line and what's the next, what's next line. Next line. And this is going to be. I tell you what. If uh, we got two points on the line, it's going to be judge's discretion. If you can give me some of it. Or like the song. If you like, you can give me the song title. Okay. That it's from. I'll I'll, I'll take that. I think you're gonna make it. You're gonna keep things interesting. Is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I never get All this right. kind of treatment. If I can, if I can give you enough, you'll keep things interesting. I understand. Greg hates this. He hates this. <laughs> okay. What's the next line, Nick Klein? Can't read my. Can't read my. Can't read my. Can't read my. Mind. Freaking no! <laughs> what? Greg, poker you want to try to jump in? Uh, the correct answer is no. He can't read my poker face. No, uh, be by Lady Gaga. Okay, all right. You're awful at reading these. Oh, <laughs> I, or I'm I'm not bad because Greg knows it. How would you like me to read that exactly? I don't sing it or something. <laughs> carry my, carry my. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right, Greg. This one's for you. All right. By the way, Nikki got zero points on that. I know. <sighs> Sorry, buddy. All right, Greg. Go. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? I just came right up to your door. Something like that. I don't know this I, one. I can see you in something. You are on the right track, see Nick. You, I can see you in the light. Oof. In the night. <laughs> can anybody give me the artist? Is it Lionel Van- Richie? No. Lion- yeah. Uh, Lionel Richie is correct. Yeah. Can Actually, you give me that. the song? I'll give you a point for that, Greg. There you go. Now we're negotiating. I, 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 it's Hello by Lionel Richie. Yeah. 
I can see Hello. I can see it in our eyes. I can see it in our eyes. I can see it in your smile. Nick, oh. you're so close. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't, I'm going to give myself a point for saying C. <laughs> you were on the right track, man. All right, we're going to do two more rounds. Oh, boy. Right. You get to pick, oh, pick oh, your own category here. <laughs> I thought we were done. Right, right now, uh, <laughs> Greg is up seven to four. Nick, it, I technically you have a chance okay. to, to, crawl, to, crawl, to right. crawl back. Uh, Greg, um, pick your category, man. Uh, okay, we've done shout out. We've done trivia. We've done. What's the one we haven't done yet? We've done all of them. We've done all. Oh, of them. have we? Got to go back. Go, go yeah, back through. Trivia. Them. What's that? What's the next line? Shout out, and name that song. Name that song. Name that song. Greg. Yes. We're all sensitive people, with so much to give. Understand me, sugar. Is it uh, sexual healing by Marvin Gaye? No. No. So close. That would be "Let's Get It On" by Marvin Gaye. Oh, oh, wow! We're all Damn it! Well, I, 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 get, I get the artist. Yeah, you do. You get one point good. for that. Very nice. That's what I meant. Damn it! Okay. <laughs> uh, similar songs. Similar songs. Let's get it on. Of course. All right, Nick. Name that song. Hmm? You ready? Yeah. When you are weary, feeling small, when tears are in your eyes, I will dry them. Take your time. <laughs> I gotta go through this whole song. <laughs> He's just waiting to get oh, through oh, the chorus. Oh, Bridge Over Troubled Water by Simon and Garfunkel. Or Art Garfunkel. Very good! Yes. Oh, sh Written by Art Garfunkel. You yep. should get a bonus point for that, but I'm not gonna give that to you. All right, Nick, I have to say you clawed a point back on that one. Yeah. I did. So it is now, he's within striking distance. That's what? right. So it is now eight to six. Six, six yeah. Eight to six. So with that, and he's picking with, the last category. everything to play on the line here to tie trivia. it up, you're going with trivia. Yeah. All right, Nick, who Sir? sang the original These Boots Were Made for Walking in 1966? These boots were made for walking. <laughs> I like it when Nick like pulls up his musical Rolodex and then like kind of yeah, it's, right, it's good. Is it, uh, was it he remembers Cash? them. It was not Johnny Cash. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you another. It was a female. Oh, Gee, what? What, the? <laughs> what year? 1966. 66. Yeah. Dolly Parton. That would be Nancy Sinatra. Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> All right, Greg, you wanna. You want to just try we'll just, to rub we'll it just do one for fun, but I but I win yeah. by default. All right, here we go. Either. By which by which uh, name so. is, is yeah, yeah. okay? <laughs> Greg, by which name is Stefani Germanata better known? Lady Gaga. Oh, man. Some Gagas right here. Do you want some bonus points? Yeah. What religion is Brandon Flowers, lead singer of the Killers? Mormon. Mormon. Oh, that'd have been a tie shout out. <laughs> Very good. That was supposed to be a lot of things there. Didn't yeah. work out. <laughs> they get clogged. I just want to do one more shout out. Can we do one more shout out? All right. Yeah. That was fun. Purple ring. <laughs> Mormon. <laughs> okay, this is a good one. All right, ready? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. An Australian singer or band. Silver Challenge. 
Nick! Oh, come he on, was dude. Right on it. I, 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 from here, it sounded like it was dead tight, but I don't know. I didn't even hear what you said, Greg. I said silver chair. Oh, wow. That would have been great. Okay, that's the tie. One more. Here we go. This is perfect. Shout out a drummer. Elvin Jones. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Another tie. <laughs> Same one. Shout out. That was in stereo. Yeah. Shout out a song that features a number. Mm. 1999. One. Party like it's 1999. <laughs> I'll take it. It is 1999. Yeah. All right. Thank you, boys. Thank you, Jim. That was uh, top of the charts. And uh, Nick, I, you know, you you, you showed I up know. to play. I was You here. will get the Constellation Home game. I'll send uh -huh. it to your house. It comes with uh, six kazoos. It's a practice round. <laughs> so you get your... No, it actually comes with kazoos. <laughs> To help, to help, like, you hum a song. Exactly. Oh, my yeah. God. So uh, you can practice a little bit at home. And, Greg, uh, you get the, um, of course, the top of the charts, the trophy, which I, I can't seem to find anywhere. Oh, perfect. But uh, in theory, you get the top of the charts trophy. Great. <laughs> and, uh, thank you. You have my eternal gratitude, and um, you did a great job. All right. Well, thank you. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. That was, that was uh, <laughs> All well, it can't get any better than that, guys. Woo! <laughs> but Nick, good luck. You're up, oh, man. Thank you, buddy. That was great. <laughs> that was great. I uh, I have de I have dedicated most of today's brain space, um, or at least these evenings, uh, to to my segment this evening, which has been which has been actually a struggle, to be honest, because this is kind of borderline, probably the most. So I'm a drummer, right? Um, and and I don't bring drums up too often, but. We, we, we've talked about um, A Love Supreme, especially when the live oh, yeah. version was released, uh, that, yeah. that rare live version that came out. And I've always had this, I didn't really realize it, but I've had a fascination with, with the drummer on that album, Elvin Jones. This guy has been, he's most known for, for his work with John Coltrane, uh, but he also recorded with uh, Mingus, uh, Charles Mingus, and uh, Bud Powell, and Miles Davis. And then he also did a lot of work as a band leader. Um, so it's this kind of this, this really specific drummer who's incredibly influential. Um, he was, you know, Ginger Baker, basically, that's what he wanted to be, was Elvin Jones. Um, right. And, and Hendrix called Mitch Mitchell his, his own Elvin Jones. Like, that's what he called oh, really? Mitch Mitchell. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, incredibly influential guy. But Oh, yeah. I kind of wanted to... Uh, I started to really dig into, like, what, what it is about him specifically, because there's a... There's a he's got such a distinct sound, um, and I'd never really read up on him. So I kind of I started doing a little bit of research and and I wanted to see what it was about him at the time because he was playing back in the fifties and sixties. Um, he's a completely self-taught drummer. Uh, wow. Basically, he has he had an older brother that played trumpet and I think an older brother. He had two older older brothers that that did music and then he went into the military and basically he said he, that's where I learned my rudiments um, <laughs> and came back and then just immediately started just dove right in. Um, he, was, he was from Pontiac, Michigan and moved to New York once he got out of the army uh, and started gigging um, and this would have been back in like early mid 50s but he developed reputation for being incredibly difficult to play with hmm. uh, and this isn't something I, I, I knew but um, hmm. because he has this style that he plays uh, now this guy is in perfectly capable of playing s straight ahead and the first song that I wanted to actually play if we could, if we could pull it up is um, is from I think it's 65 as well this is Sonny Rollins uh, live from Vanguard mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to let's let's kick this off real quick this is gonna be real straightforward jazz but during this 
Elvin Jones starts kind of playing around with it, which is something all jazz drummers do. He starts, as he's playing his straight beat, and it's coming out of a bass solo, so he's going to start playing off Sonny Rollins' solo. Uh, so nice. let's, let's give this a listen. It's so a real straight, real straightforward to be honest. Like it's yeah. nothing real crazy going on there. But this actual recording, this is the one for him that where w what what he started to do and what he became known for. He had complete independence of his limbs, um, and he would he was really into polyrhythms. And when he would what he would describe as express himself, he'd he'd allow any one of those limbs to go ahead and keep t keep time, and then let the other ones kind of dance. Just nice. Exp yeah, ex express himself if you will. What this kind of what this apparently did at the time, and the reason why he was known as a difficult drummer to work with was he really loosened up the meter for 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 the musicians that he was playing with, especially yeah. within a jazz context, and for a lot of artists that were seeking a bit more independence, coming from like from a drummer you know like kind of like the staple of the rigid uh, meter would be kind of like a Buddy Rich who is mm -hmm. like never going to sway from the swing. Like he's just gonna constantly have that swing and it's you're never gonna be unsure as to where the two and the four are. He's locking it down. Um, but then he's finding his artistry within that constraint, like within the rules that he set for himself. Sure. But Jones was, I, I think by because he was so naturally talented, like he was, as a two-year-old, he was just obsessed with the drums and like it ne just never stopped. He, he just had so much more artistic expression that he could do and that kind of led to what what essentially kind of led to the to to like free jazz so let's i'm gonna play there's, there's two more tracks here and I, this is kind of a heady segment and i, I will give you, give you guys time to talk but let let's play let me play one more and then we'll and then we'll talk a little bit um can we hear wildflower from wayne shorter yes sir
love that. <laughs> I freaking that's that, that's him playing with with Herbie Hancock, and I, I've in the since we did that Coltrane episode, I've just kind of sprinkled him throughout. I have listened to that track so many times. Nice. Like the amount of, just how much he's listening to every other band member because they're just freaking making it up as they go, especially in the solo sections. They're just, you know, everybody's just hearing everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. The 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 last one that I wanted to play. Uh, unless you guys had anything you wanted to, to toss in about about this guy, uh, is basically the original uh, Love Supreme from the from the original yeah. recording. Um, and I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts? I'm kind of been rambling here. Uh, no, I mean, you know, Alvin Jones is a legend. That Coltrane Quartet is one of like the greatest bands of all time. I think. Yeah. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. a you know we've said it before. I think on this show they're sort of like a Beatles esque uh, you know group in, in, in the jazz realm and Alvin Jones was their drummer and you know just thunderous mm-hmm. such a beast and so influential and easily one of the yeah one of just one of the absolute legends of jazz drumming mm-hmm. and um, were you but mentioning you say, earlier you say, mm-hmm. you say thunderous but it, it's also so live and so like dancing yeah, know, oh like, yeah, absolutely. Especially on that last track. I mean, it's just like dancing all around. Yeah. And like like Nick was saying, you know, it's 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 catching the you know, the the riffs that the other instrumentalists instrumentalists are playing. Mm-hmm. Um talking to that, speaking yeah. to that, but still talking to them. holding down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's kind of archetypical jazz jazz drumming, really. It really and it, but it's but it was so different for the time. Like in yes, the moment, yeah. in 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 the the idea of of the drummer just not holding down. Uh, I mean, this and he didn't like completely invent this on his own, but the idea that he he sought to provide space within the meter within the tempo, mm-hmm. which is a tough concept to even kind of wrap your head around, but to give room um, with within within what you're doing, but still keep things moving forward. Um, and that's that's really what he's doing. He just keeps it moving forward. Like he never yeah. stops yeah. pushing. Why don't we listen to Pursuance um, uh, from from A Love Supreme from the original yeah. recording? Losing their freaking minds. Just, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's insane. That's so great. Oh, it's absurd. Like he's like he's he's hitting him and McCoy are still hitting every hit, mm-hmm. and, but his hi hat starts like jamming with 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 Coltrane. Like it's it, ah yeah. man, so much. I have going a question uh, for you know I don't pay as much attention to jazz drumming 
as you know the lead instruments it's kind of it just not what draws my ears and in sure initially but how do you guys compare him to like another classic jazz drummer like tony williams i i almost i almost wanted to do because there's a couple examples there's plenty but of same like exact same lineup except elvin jones art blakey um yeah. there's a couple of like sessions that are like back to back where he's in one time mm, and then he mm, goes and does mm. some stuff and then Blakey comes in and there's overlapping tracks that would be really interesting to listen to because it, they're sure. fundamentally different songs in my yeah. opinion wow yeah yeah and you know Tony Williams I would argue I mean just from the fact that he came a little later and then kind of like ventured he, oh, he, he was a kid in like the yeah 60s, in like the and he continued and got into the you know the, the fusion stuff and mm-hmm. yeah so it's like almost like he kind of ushered that style into the next decade. Gotcha. But it's yeah, I think, coming up. Yeah, I think that there's definitely a, a before and after Alvin Jones kind of right. moment in in jazz and in that whole band essentially, much like the Beatles in rock. Yeah. yeah. Like was this you know were these other recordings before or after the you know what I'm saying <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. it sort of yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah absolutely but yeah definitely. Uh, you can hear in that clip that Nick just played why Coltrane would hire him because when he starts to really dig in and starts to like distort the sax basically, mm. then you hear Elvin react. Like oh, his rea- just, his he, reaction yeah. is very fast when he's allowed to just be expre- like just expressing exactly the like in moment to moment. It, yeah, so you can just hear every, everything he's hearing, and, and yeah. just everything is everything he's doing is just reacting and or indicate and also he'll pre- he'll get predicted he'll like predict especially yes. with mccoy tyner like oh yeah would, they got on that he would, tip he'd hear a phrase and like he knew where exactly where he was about to close that thing up on and he would just mm-hmm. smack it with him and even just if out they, of nowhere just bam yeah. they just hit it it's, yeah and even if they don't hit the hit it it still sounds good <laughs> totally yeah yeah uh, yeah but they, they, they were definitely taking a lot of you know not chances but like just pushing it and, and um it's it's great you know, it's it's really great to hear those guys jam it like is, that. It is, but for somebody who hears that and 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 hears noise, uh, or hears wrong notes, mm-hmm. um, every decision is made in the moment, and it's being influenced by, it's being influenced by absolutely everything else you know about the people around you, and yeah. every his every past gig that you've done that you happen to recall, and so th- that's what listening that is. It's and that's that I think that conversation we had a few episodes back about how important it is to understand the history like i think mm-hmm. to listen i think to listen to like the more exploratory or experimental jazz where the relationships are so important to what's yeah, going yeah. on i think i think is when that that really gets helpful well and eventually but, coltrane started just playing with a drummer he did right? well well he brought on an additional he brought on a percussionist yeah but eventually um, it just became and that's when elvin left right but eventually uh, but yes yeah he, he became yeah i forget who it was but he started putting out records just him and drums you know mm-hmm. um so there you have it. No, that's that's super vital stuff, and I I love to hear that, and to hear somebody who listens to the drums in a different way than I do, man, that's that's awesome stuff. Well, I, thank you, Nick. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I could sort of just piggyback off of that and get into uh, my little uh, bit this week. You guys are ready, you? Nick? Nick, right. I'm ready. I'm, you, you let's want, do it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so let's start by playing. Actually, we mentioned Art Blakey. This yeah. is a tune from an Art Blakey recording. I think this is his first actual record, Monin. This is a song I've been listening to a ton and working on a little uh, over the last couple of years. It's called 
along came Betty. I love that freaking album so much. It's great. Also, a, a Rudy Van Gelder joint. That Is makes it? sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's, sorry, we were talking about that before the podcast started. This yeah, is true. Yeah. Yeah. Rudy, yeah, Van, Rudy Van, Van Gelder is one of my favorite engineers of all time, and we we're talking about how many great jazz albums he recorded mm-hmm. back in the day, and that is that is a and it, legendary example. studio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in in Jersey, in Jersey. Um, Inglewood, Inglewood. So um, yeah, this tune along King Betty is really interesting. It's uh, quite a standard. There's a lot going on in the harmony. Um, mm-hmm. It was written by Benny Golson in 1958, oh. and he okay. was uh, playing in the uh, Jazz Messengers. Saxophone. That's right, tenor saxophone. Yeah. And um, also consisting of. Uh, of that band was uh, Lee Morgan, who's, I don't know if, if I've ever actually talked to you guys about Lee Morgan on this show, Huge. but I could, I could go on and on about him. Um, and the great documentary that came out about him not that long ago. Um, oh, that I'm going to have to check out. Oh, yeah. That I didn't know. That was really cool. Yeah, so, so it, anyway, it's a, it's a seminal hard bop album, 1958, Along Came Betty. I wanted to talk about this song um, and maybe some of the other versions of it. And uh, I think um, I'm going to go ahead and start a new bit, actually. Uh-oh. Because we, 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 you know, sometimes you have, you have a, a lot of different versions of, of songs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of, of a, a song, right? Sure. Different cover versions or different, you know, different instrumentation or whatever. I'm going to call this bit like a version. Like a version. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> all right, cool. Thank you. And uh, so let's, let's listen to some different... Um, <laughs> I'm not, no theme? I don't have a theme yet, but it's. it's I have a feeling it's, it's going to come back. Itself. Yeah, it's exactly. Itself already. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, let's listen to some other for versions the very first. <laughs> for the very first time. Yeah. Um, how about uh, what else we got here? We got Pat Mar- Pat Martino. Let's go ahead and, pl- and pull that one up. This is uh, you know, again we talked about the. Uh, I still can't believe he's gone, Pat Martino. Um, mm. This is him playing along came Betty. Thank you. 
it's nice. I mean, man. I know that's like that's like Pat Martino's thing, but like just the restraint. Yeah, the mm-hmm. restraint and like not yeah. coming out just with that melody, like <laughs> the guns blaring, which is what it, what I would do, what anyone would do. Right. If you had those right? chops, like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, he's he. he, he <laughs> It's it's interesting because Benny Golson also came from Philadelphia, like Pat oh. Martino, and oh, like Martino, oh cool, and John Coltrane. They were all like buddies. Wow, yeah, wow. Uh, in in high school. Wow. So um, that'd have been a good click. <laughs> Hell of a jazz band. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, all right, so, guys, satin doll. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you you guys are really good. <laughs> Wow. I saw you at the talent show. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, John Coltrane's already like uh-huh. six foot ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How Sorry. about some more versions of this tune? What do you think? Please. Oh wow. I'd yeah. like another version. All right. Yeah. Did you like that last version? Like another version. <laughs> I, I, like All a right. version yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, this one's going to be a little more, a little more on the uh, avant-garde. Uh oh. This is uh, the, I don't know how much you guys have listened to this cat. I've barely listened to him, but I do find him quite interesting. This is from a record where he plays solo alto saxophone improvisations. Wow. This is Anthony Braxton. So this is a, this is a little bit more jarring, but again, I, I, I'm trying to sh- show you all these different perspectives that are all in the same song. Okay. The same song. I love yeah, it. Just okay. different versions. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's cool because, you know, you, 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 this is the same melody, but everyone's playing it a little differently. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, they're it. very, they're very different. Like, as I was pulling together the clips that you sent me, Greg, mm-hmm. it was almost like, I know this is the same song, but is it really? Is this the same it, song? Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Do I have it's, the right version? Yeah, you, you definitely do. And I know, I understand this is a dense melody, um, but once you get to know it, and you yep. listen to these different recordings, they're all playing, and they're all being very true to the melody. Now, the first one yeah. is like the most pure, where it's like, wow, mm-hmm. this is the melody, okay? But then, Pat Martino's version, it's got a different, more of a Latin thing going on, so the rhythm is obviously different, but he's still like, he, he like you said, Jay, he restrains. He's not going off and playing all this crazy fast stuff that he could sneak in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing the melody. And then just now, Anthony Braxton as well. But then, what, as soon as it's time to improvise, then they they go nuts because the chords yeah. are super interesting, and they're mm-hmm. like the, the type of chords that you want to improvise over once they make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got um, it. I'm with you. I'm with you. Got you it. know, 
And so. that's one of the reasons it makes it such a such a popular song, right? It, it, it is because that chord structure lends itself to all the interesting things that you might be able to do. Right. So yeah, exactly. And um, but but yet at the same time, I'm not going to say they're they're advanced. But they're challenging in the sense that they are unpredictable. Um, mm-hmm. Eventually, if I'm correct, Benny Golson was replaced by Wayne Shorter hmm. in the Jazz Messengers. In the Jazz okay. Messengers. Yeah. Um, which to me kind of signals this sense of like maybe they're on kind of kindred spirits and mm-hmm. Wayne Shorter's songs are very much in that way of the chord changes are unpredictable but they're beautiful you know and in their own way yeah, yeah. and uh, a matter of fact I had a teacher who called them uh, instead of chord changes he would call you know we, we say the changes you know but when it's a Wayne mm-hmm. Shorter song you call them wanges yeah but uh we'll have to do a whole wayne shorter thing later because his tunes oh my god oh seriously and and i i yeah i had the unique opportunity to actually have a date night with my wife last Ooh. friday oh wow and we went to this new club that i actually did the i designed the sound system for oh nice. down in columbia maryland called 18th and 21st it's like this supper club and it's like it's it's something that you would see in like a DC or a New York or something like that, but they actually play live jazz there on really? Fridays and Saturday wow. nights. It's like unbelievable to me in Columbia, Maryland. That is so flipping cool. And it's uh, it's it's a great club. The sound is fantastic, as if I may say so myself. I bet it is. Of course it is. Um, yeah. Uh, and they had a, a great band there, and it, you know we're sitting there like I'm sipping my first martini and like waiting for the food to come out, and like they start playing Footprints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know this. Yeah. Check out yeah! these wages, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great band, a great experience, man. And just uh, like just to sit in a club and like in Columbia, Maryland, and listen to jazz, like that yeah. was played well. It was like unbelievable to me. It you was great. You didn't ca- did you catch who it was? I Maybe. didn't. I can look him up. Yeah, and, that's fine. Uh, no, put it in the show notes. I should have, but uh, just because they're great. You know, they must have been some DC cats because they they really knew what they were doing. They were well, great. you know, it was just a lot tri- of great. Guys, honestly, in. there's a yeah, there's a guy. I, I I actually would like to know too, because there's a guy that I met at like some. It was doing some backyard thing, and he was a phenomenal drummer. And he, I think, I think he actually plays down in Columbia. Did you right, say, give me one second. I'll pull it up here. Is it, uh, was it Todd, shout? Yeah. Todd Simon Trio? Perhaps it was a trio of some kind. I'm looking it up. Was it on Friday that you went? It was Friday, Friday, December 10th. Oh, so it was the Kevin ha- Kevin Howard trio. Excuse me. Yeah, I had the next week. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, I can't say I know I I know Kevin Howard, but yeah, it's, between Baltimore and DC, there's a lot of overlap. Yeah. But definitely oh, yeah. a lot. And do, don't mm-hmm. don't think that there aren't some killing jazz musicians that live out that way because there definitely yeah. are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just great to see a venue because there's just not enough venues that That's do that true. kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's great. Yeah. Well, when you're going and 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 you know buying martinis that helps <laughs> it does <laughs> man you made your your life sound so hard and now you're like oh, i'm sipping martinis at the <laughs> supper club it was a jazz brief club. respite i'm just, just kidding I jazz I club oh yeah sure design. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> life is tough over here it is well how about one last version of along came betty which by the way you got more betty a little more betty a little more betty, more betty. Let's uh, do that. It would have been crazy if they actually played Along Came Betty and I would have been able to catch that. But well, you yeah, wouldn't have recognized it. No, That's I wouldn't. True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, just lastly, um, yeah, he wrote this song about, you know, the girl he was dating at the time. 
Her name is Sarah, though. It's weird. <laughs> it's a strange story. <laughs> now, and then last one, uh, last thing uh, about Benny Golson. I didn't want to forget this, but um, I, I never actually saw this movie, The Terminal, about Tom Hanks. I don't know if you've seen that movie. In the airport. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw that. So the reason he was traveling in the movie is to get Benny Golson's autograph on the famous picture, A Great Day in Harlem. Really? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Of the musicians in that photo, only Benny Golson and Sonny Rollins are still alive. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So there you have it. Uh, you know, he's a legend, though. And I don't think, you know... I. He's 92. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, he's written a lot of my, so many of like the, the jazz standards that people I think now are like, this is, you know, this is a, this is a, j- mm-hmm. a jazz tune, you know, it's kind yeah. of like right before Wayne Shorter when things get a little bit more angular. I don't, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know how you, how you want to say it, but it, it still has a f- one foot in like the, like Duke Ellington. Mm-hmm. And then it's still, another it's still so in, like, new that Davis. like all the rules are getting yeah it's like it, at a certain point the rules are they stop yeah. being created and it's now right. interpretations exactly or like or, or segmentation or something but like so that. this yeah. tune you know it it, it traveled through and it, I almost kind of think of listening to these different versions as um as like stories are told um mm. what's the word I'm looking for here Jay maybe maybe you know like how you know. A tall tale will be told from generation to generation, just by word of mouth, you know. So, it, in, in any case, it everyone tells the story a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll we'll end on one kind of dancey version of this classic. Okay. Excellent. This is by Senor Tito Puente. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the fiery mamba. Muy caliente. Sí, está bien. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man. Remember, That's great, man. Remember when, the, when he shows up on The Simpsons? <laughs> yeah, I do. I was trying to think of that while it was playing. I couldn't remember the gag, though. Well, it's it's during the Who Shot Mr. Burns episode. <laughs> and like, and he, he had just gotten... Lisa had gotten funding to bring him to the school, <laughs> but then like Mr. Burns pulled the funding or whatever. Right. Oh, and, and Everybody's so, motives. Yeah. Right, so they, they ask him like... Uh, Mr. Puente, did you kill Mr. Burns? And he's like, why would I murder him when I could set his soul on fire with a fiery mambo? Hit it! <laughs> no, no, no. Senor Burns! Da, 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 da. <laughs> Senor Burns! <laughs> yeah. Oh, ding, ding, ding. It's so good. 
That's fantastic. But, like the band Thank is really you, killing, and like the, the trumpet players are like throwing their trumpets in the air and like catching yeah, each like, other's yeah. trumpets. <laughs> See your birds. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a like a version. Like a I version. I love that, man. Yeah. That is, is coming back. <laughs> that's dude. coming back. That is awesome. we, need, we need we need a uh, a, uh, a theme song, obviously. Mm-hmm. Happy to throw in some eight bit chip tunes if you need any. Okay. Yeah, yeah like a version. Got it. There you go. I got it. And so <laughs> along came Betty, you know, but you, you, it doesn't have to be a jazz standard. There's obviously Ooh. lots of different uh, tunes that have, or many different versions have been made, including mm-hmm. the, the Cheryl Crow uh, thing. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was before we actually started recording, right, Jay? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Forget I said it. We kind of had a show before the show. <laughs> we yeah. did. It was really good. <laughs> it was. It should have been there. so much. It was really good. Really. <laughs> Yeah, you should check it oh, out. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't. Shit. Uh, Where can they check us out, though, Greg? Huh? Oh. Hey. Revenge, of course. But why wound his body with bullets when I can set his soul afire with a slanderous mumble? <laughs> Listen, if you will. Slanderous mumble. My mumble. revenge. Uno, dos, tres. One last long, but an insulting song. Oh, God, I love that. <laughs> Listen, if you will. <laughs> That's my favorite. At the end. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't paused on the, on the scene. There's a guy playing the guiro in the background. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. I think, I think at the end, um, Chief, so, Chief Wickham's right. like, Oh wow! I hope all the I hope all the suspects are this much fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Wiggum. good stuff, oh. Chief Wiggum. Greg, oh. you win the prize, sir. You won the hey. bit, you won the game. You won the Simpsons quotes. Yeah, oh, I think you had well. the best bit. So you get to uh, tell people where. I thought everybody's bit was, was was wonderful tonight. Um, <laughs> but I will say that. Uh, you can go online and find us at you should check it out.com. You can send us an email at yciopodcast at gmail.com. Find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram. Our Twitter our Twitter handle is at should check. And what you should, listen you should to hear us about on our Twitter handle. Yeah, our that, that's, handle. Uh, that's that's like so a more completely different. different. That's a more conservative version of Twitter. <laughs> and uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever podcasts are heard and as always leave a review and tell a friend you should check it out yes indeed good stuff thank you boys been mm-hmm. a great pleasure very fun <laughs> great pleasure <laughs> and uh guys we got some great episodes coming up throughout the holiday season uh greg had a great idea and i think we're going to try to do this we're going to try to re- recap the greatest albums of the year here we're going to do that in a couple yeah, weeks yeah two episodes so. Yeah. Stay tuned for that and get in touch with us if you know how, uh, if you remember how, um, and let us know what your thoughts on that are. So, without any Good further stuff. ado, All guys, right. we'll see you back here next week. See you next week. Later, boys. Peace. Uno, dos, tres. Wounds won't last long, but an insulting song. Burns will always carry with him. So I settle my score. On the salsa floor With this vengeful Latin rhythm Burn Con el corazón De perro Señor Burn El diablo Con dinero It may not surprise you But all of us despise you Please die